This is the News of the Week, brought to you by the Gotham City Herald and Gotham Public Radio, with your host, Alexander Knox. Welcome to the program. I'm Alexander Knox. Joining me today will be Vicki Vale with our public interest story. Today we're talking about a mysterious vigilante that has appeared in Gotham City and a possible bat problem. We're also talking about a major crime bust that may lead back to the Falcone crime family. But our top story today, Lieutenant Jim Gordon saves three lives during a hostage situation. Now, a quick message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Ace Chemicals. Ace Chemicals is a proud supporter of public radio and a leading employer of Gotham City residents. Ace Chemicals, today's solutions for tomorrow's problems. So imagine this, a rainy morning in Gotham City, a pretty common sight in this city, but this is the kind of soaking rain that seems to slow everything down just a bit. That's the situation Lieutenant Jim Gordon found himself in on the morning of the 7th. He was sitting in traffic, as many of us do, drinking from his coffee, patiently waiting for his turn to change lanes when the call came over the radio. All units, all units, 1031, we have a hostage situation in progress. Please respond. Jim Gordon put on his signal to try and get over. He was hoping to respond to the situation as soon as possible without causing an accident to any of the surrounding cars. Then the next call came over the radio. 1035, responding. Over. This set him off. He said after the fact because he just knew that it would be Brandon. Howard Brandon is a very controversial SWAT officer who is accused of ordering his men to fire on an unarmed group of protesters in Robinson Park last month. It was said that his men hadn't even left a statue standing. Gordon knew he had to get there fast. He flipped on his siren and drove onto the sidewalk, sending his coffee and a city trash can flying. He was just two blocks from the scene. When he arrived, getting into the police barriers, SWAT was already on scene. He hopped out of his car and started moving towards the apartment building, where Albert Blum was holding three small kids at gunpoint. He quickly moved past the beat cops who were standing in their bright orange rain attire. He ordered the SWAT team to stand down, and before they could protest, he was already past them. Now he was standing in the direct line of sight of the hostage taker. Standing there, getting soaked by the rain, he pulled out his revolver and held it up by its barrel and placed it on the ground. Then he calmly walked into the front door of the building. He walked up to the third floor and followed the noise of the man ranting incoherently. The door to the apartment was open. Jim Gordon walked in slowly. At this point, the man still had his gun trained on one of the children. Jim Gordon started to talk to the man calmly, all the while closing the distance, waiting for his chance to make his move. All of a sudden, the man turned his gun on Gordon. In one swift move, he disarmed the man and incapacitated him with a swift punch to the face, single-handedly defusing the situation without a single shot fired.
Many local news sources are hailing his actions as heroic. And I must say that in a city where too often the opposite happens, it is refreshing to see a news story like this. Now to Vicki Vale with the story that has been captivating the city. Vicki? Thanks, Alex. There are multiple eyewitness reports over the last week of a mysterious figure that has been appearing all over the city, thwarting low-level crimes, everything from muggings to drug deals. The figure has appeared all over the city, with sightings in more than one neighborhood per night. Unlike Metropolis's Superman, this mysterious vigilante seems to only strike at night and is seemingly targeting specific crime. It appears he has been working his way up the criminal hierarchy. One thing that is constant across all eyewitness reports is that this mysterious figure is a giant bat. The figure is described as having six-foot-long wings, moves very fast, and appears to be impervious to bullets. No one has had a clear look at this bat creature because as soon as he arrives, he disappears again. No telling yet whether this will have any real effect on crime in the city, but there is a palpable feeling of hopefulness in the streets, with many people embracing this new Batman. Back to you, Alex. Thanks, Vicky. On that same note, the so-called Batman stopped a major drug deal that might lead police back to the Falcone crime family. The altercation lasted less than a minute. The Batman employed some kind of knockout dart to incapacitate the criminals. Detective Flass of the GCPD was present at the scene. Flass maintains that he was trying to apprehend the criminals, but there is some speculating that he was acting as an enforcer at the drug deal. The Batman apparently targeted Flass, breaking one of his arms and one of his legs. There's no telling whether Detective Flass will be implicated in Dent's growing conspiracy investigation against the police department. But it does appear that Assistant DA Harvey Dent will seek charges. When asked for comment on the Batman, the police commissioner had this to say. Commissioner Lowe, what are you going to do about this Batman fellow? So look, obviously there's two sides to every story. A man taking the law into his own hands is clearly a threat to the status quo. That is to say, to human rights. But on the other hand, he takes down some drug dealers, he gives the people of Gotham a hero, and it makes them feel safe. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Gotham City Glass Repair. Do you have large Gothic windows that need to be replaced? Gotham Glass Repair specializes in repairing and replacing old, ornate glasswork. In buildings more than a century old, Gotham City Glass Repair maintains our city's history. That's it for the... Wait, hold on. Are you sure? Okay. Uh, I've just been handed uh, some breaking news. We're getting word that the Batman has struck again. It appears that he was intentionally targeting the police commissioner and the mayor. Apparently, the attack took place around 11.30 last evening at the mayor's mansion. There are conflicting reports of how this attack was carried out. It, uh, it's clear that either 
a smoke bomb or a fog machine was used during the attack, the power to the mansion was cut and a small explosive charge was used to blow out the wall of the dining room. The Batman was quoted as saying, Ladies and gentlemen, you have eaten well, you have eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, your feast is nearly over. And then the Batman disappeared, apparently without a trace. This was at a fundraising dinner at the mayor's mansion. This is clearly a scathing indictment of the city government by the Batman. Present at the dinner were two judges, the city comptroller, police commissioner Loeb, Mayor Stokes, and the notorious Carmine Falcone. And on that surprising note, that's it for the news of the week. I'm Alexander Knox for the Gotham City Herald. Please join us again next week. Wow. Today's producers have been Frank Miller and David Masicelli, with executive production help by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and myself. Today's music was provided by Kevin McLeod and Dan Leibowitz. Staff researchers this week were Lucy Stewart and Riley Davis. This episode was made in partnership with Gotham Public Radio and District of Columbia Media Group.